All right. Uh, the season is over. Episode 155 of the Illini Basketball Podcast, March 17, 2023. And the Illini lose to Arkansas in the round of 64. And a lot of things are being said to, to the surprise of nobody. <laughs> yeah, uh, the season's over and the mustaches are gone. So uh, yep, here we go. Um, yeah, Illinois, uh, pretty Illinois-like yesterday. A uh, couple 10-0 runs for Arkansas. Illinois gets it within five. Gives up another 10-0 run. Uh, Matthew Meyer was obsolete. I don't think he played the last 10 minutes of the game. Uh, Got to be happy with the the spark that the the kids coming back next year, hopefully. Hopefully they're coming back next year. Uh, gave the team. But I don't know. Uh, Shannon was obsolete for the first 16 minutes of the game. Just kind of kind of weird when, you know, you're – your biggest guys don't show up for the biggest game. Yeah, this if you look at last season when they lost to Houston, it other than Kofi, the vets let let them down. Yeah, uh, I mean, I know that Plummer and Frazier had eight points in that game, but they were three for thirteen from three. RJ had nine points in that game. Luke Goody made two threes at six. And yesterday, the only time they could really generate anything was with a bizarre young lineup in there and this is now back-to-back years where rj melendez is one of the best players in the tournament game for them um yeah the last tournament game so that's you know that's a good takeaway yeah rj went on a little 8-0 run by himself it seems like he shows up for the last you know eight minutes of the tournament every year so uh gotta take gotta take something with that uh i think uh um uh Underwood said about RJ, he that's the RJ he expected all year. Um, of course, uh, you know, we got him for eight minutes of the year, so <laughs> I guess that's okay. Well, he had some cool dunks against Minnesota, yeah, yeah, he had a nice dunk here. Tried to get teed up when Illinois was going on a run again, so Shannon about tackled him, get him out of the way, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just it's it's not surprising that they lost this game, uh. I think it's hard to win when your when your vets don't really do anything. I mean, Shannon was okay. He wasn't. I mean, it was really a typical Shannon game. Yeah, I mean, Sh- Shannon ends with twenty somehow. A fake way. It, it happens all the time. But then he uh, shoots fifty percent from the field. So you're like, okay, well, you know. Yeah, and he gets. I mean, he made ten of them from the line. So yeah. I think the biggest, you know, down, you know, the biggest thing was Matthew Meyer. I mean, 0 for 5 from 3. Uh, he he turned the ball over just dribbling outside the lane. Arkansas plays a very erratic defense, I guess. Um, people were worried about how the Big Ten was going to be officiated once they got in the tournament. And from what I've seen, the SEC plays a lot more handsier than the Big Ten did all year. So, I you know, nothing against – I mean, not trying to say refs or anything like that, but – um, the way they let Walsh guard Coleman was a little crazy. I mean, he had two hands on him almost the whole time. Uh, the one steal he got, he basically grabbed Coleman and pulled him backwards. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think Coleman, you know, probably you could you could say he was the player of the game here, uh, if not RJ. The, the only thing that kills you about Coleman is the six turnovers. Yeah. He makes some unnecessary no-look passes, especially when they're 60 feet 60 foot passes. Um, 
I would almost I would almost give player of the game to Luke Goody. I mean, six points, four rebounds, and assists, made two big yeah. threes. And also with Meyer, when I you didn't realize a, Luke fouled out of the game. Yeah, five fouls. Uh <laughs> when you with a guy like Meyer, when they're not falling, it's bad. Uh yeah. He doesn't give you anything. And and there was three of those five threes that were in and out. Yeah. And wide open one. too. Yeah, couldn't right? buy one. Um it it's weird. Uh RJ and Coleman both made comments about how we basically didn't listen to the coach and we, we did whatever we wanted. Um, I, I don't know if they were taking shots at Matthew Meyer, but uh seemed like that. Uh, Coleman said, quote, it's not hard to swallow. It's expected when you don't move the ball and you don't execute. Uh, Coleman went hard in his post game, uh, <laughs> made some comments about Sky Clark. Good. Uh, and, uh, having a guy bail on you basically is what he said. Yeah. And then the guy commits to a school that won four goddamn games last year. Yeah. Like right after the game, like that's just, that's, you know what, honestly about Sky Clark, I think he's a quitter. I don't care what you say. Uh, you can go ahead and come after me on Twitter. <laughs> if you want. I tweeted, I think Sky's a quitter. If, if I'm not allowed to tweet that, I take it back. But like, what, what are we doing here? Like how many times are we going to see an athlete like, seemingly take advantage of the whole saying that you have like mental health problems. And maybe he did. I don't know. I just, it, it well, yeah, well, his, right. his uncle came out and said that he was taking care of his dad. Cause he was basically dying of diabetes and, and all this stuff. So I, I mean, if that's true, then I feel for him, but I don't know how going to Louisville changes anything. Um, yeah, I like that doesn't really make any sense. I, you know, the the biggest thing takeaway from that is that Illinois put all their eggs in one basket yep. to get Sky Clark, and Sky Clark basically slapped him. I I think that the reason he posted it right after the game is because he couldn't post it. He had to stay committed to Illinois to get his NIL money. Is, <sighs> is the word on the streets? I don't know. Um, <laughs> So so if Illinois wins that game, I guess he waits until Illinois actually loses. So uh, it, it was weird. Um, yeah, but I, I think he committed to DePaul first, then Kentucky, then Illinois, and now he's going to Louisville. So And he went to like 47 high school. So I think <laughs> yeah, this is so. – people are trying to talk about Illinois' culture because of what Coleman said. Uh, I think the Sky Clark thing is more Sky Clark than Illinois. And also yeah. – would it, it wouldn't surprise me if this is the thing we look like three years from now, if we look back and say Underwood, like going all out for Sky Clark, got him fired. Like that wouldn't surprise me if that happened in three years because this year was a disaster and it shouldn't have been this bad. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, I th- it sounded like Coleman also with his commitment thing, like it sounded like, you know, you, you told people that you were going to do these things. It sounded like he was – kind of going after Matthew Meyer, like Matthew Meyer, uh, I don't know, was was guaranteed to do whatever he wanted is what it felt like. And that's what it looked like a lot of the season is, which when Matthew Meyer was good, he was good. But he, he's been brutal lately. So. He hasn't really been actually good probably since. Uh, I mean, he was good the Michigan game. He brought that up. Eh, yeah, I don't know if he was even good in that game. <laughs> yeah. He made four threes. I'd say the Wisconsin game on the road, he was pretty dominant, 26 points. But yeah, the the fact that Matthew Meyer played 22 minutes says a, 
a whole hell of a lot about Matthew. Yeah, Barry. least least amount of minutes since uh, December seventeenth against Alabama A&M. He played twenty. He also did play twenty two against Bethune Cookman, but yeah, uh, I I just don't I don't know I I love the guy kind of. Uh, <laughs> I wanted it to go better <laughs> with him here. Yeah, and I don't think that this is like people are trying to say Illinois season was lost because of the portal. I don't agree with that. Uh, I think the portal is good, but I think maybe Illinois needs to approach it in a different fashion. Um, I don't know if getting these, like getting guys you have to promise that much stuff to. Right. It's like, come on. Yeah. I did see one of the, I, I was on Twitter all night last night for some reason, because you know, what else do you do after you yeah, lose? Yeah. Why not? Um, I did. There was a comment that said, "There's a reason why one of the best basketball coaches in college had Matthew Meyer as a role player." <laughs> so yeah, well, I think there's a couple <laughs> factors for that, but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, um, Underwood, of course, you know, uh, said hats off to Arkansas. They were better today. Uh, typical Brad Underwood. Um, he said that they were going to go to the portal and get some rock stars. So how does that make everybody feel? Jameer Nelson Jr., come on down. <laughs> uh, over under seven and a half games before Sky quits on Louisville. <laughs> oh, man, that's a tough one. I think I'd take the over there, but I think it'll be like 10 games. Because they're going to start. Like, I love how he tweets L's up. Yeah, dude. 28 L's last season. That was a good one. That's sick, yeah. Um, Everybody that thinks RJ's leaving, he did say afterwards, he said, for future seasons, we can't make that many mistakes. We just have to stay connected as a team. We need to listen to our coach. It's our fault because he's calling them and we're not listening. Him and Coleman both said this, by the way. Let me just throw this out there. Uh, For the players that played yesterday, here's who I want back. Coleman Hawkins. Mm -hmm. I'll take RJ back. Goody, Rogers. Sincere, I could go either way on Epps at this point, but I'll take him back. And I don't, I should I say Shannon? I know Shannon's not coming back, but should I say Shannon? I don't know. Yeah, he, I mean, I don't know if he'll come back or not. Uh, I don't think he will. Coleman he may, seems like somebody who wants to come back, but I don't know. I Coleman talked about, uh, I thought it was interesting. He talked about uh, Trent and Kofi and them talking about the culture. And, you know, he really didn't understand it until he got, you know, into the season. And he said that he tried to take a different approach to it. And that was a mistake, uh, <laughs> which I mean, I guess I don't know. I, I really don't. But um, he uh, made a couple threes yesterday. How about that? I love how Illinois doesn't know they suck from three. Like they double up Arkansas on three. Yeah, and that's why, you know, we looked at the stats and everything going into this game, and and they were all pretty similar. But the big difference is Illinois shoots 22 and Arkansas shoots 11. I I think that says a lot about Musselman, too. Musselman had a great game plan. Uh, Shannon couldn't go left this game. He knew that. uh, Or couldn't go right, sorry. Um, He went right a lot. Didn't work out very well. Uh, when Ty Rogers was playing the point, he forced Ty Rogers left. Um, they basically knew that, you know, he put pressure on them. They're, they're going to cough the ball up. Illinois had 17 turnovers. So. Uh, also, Arkansas knows, seems to know their identity more than Illinois. They took 52 twos. Illinois yeah. took 30. Yeah. Uh, and it shouldn't be surprising. Musselman, two straight elite eights going into this year, uh, talked about Illinois as if he had already known and worked on some game planning for them right after it was selected. 
And, uh, you know, I guess our coach is more concerned with stuffing his fat face with popcorn. That's <laughs> true. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you held Nick Smith to six points. Um, you Nick gotta... Smith is a ready-made NBA player with the way he plays. <laughs> yeah. Um, two for 10 from the field for him. So, I got yeah. Dogs in. Uh, but, you know, 29 free throws for Arkansas, 26 for Illinois. Ricky Council got to the line 12 times or not 12 times, but took 12 attempts from the line. Um, I mean, it was a bit of a coaching mismatch, if we're being honest. I mean, I I think Brad's a good coach. I would love for him to be back this next year, but uh, not great, not great. And I think I retweeted a tweet that said this, uh, I don't know who it was on Twitter, said that they were worried about Brad for the first time since in a way for the first time since 2020 or something. Uh, so I don't know. I obviously Brad will be back next season, but I feel like if they're worse next season, which I think is possible, uh, there's a lot of time, but I, who knows? the only thing I, I feel like next season, like you saw it when, when the young guys were in, they move the ball. Yeah. Um, they're unselfish. I, that's, I feel like that's how Brad wants the team to be, but I felt like he, like when they talk about running plays and stuff like that, it seems like his plays are, hey, we're ISOing TJ right now. Hey, we're ISOing Matthew Meyer right now. He doesn't actually have plays to run. He writes on the board. He writes NIL on the board or something. Yeah. NIL dash TJ or something. But <laughs> notice how I didn't say I want Dane Danger back next season. Notice how I didn't say that. I did notice that. But I think Dane could probably be better in an offense that actually knows what they're doing, which I think next year they might, I think it depends on what they do in the portal. Like would like, I see people saying they want Jamison battle. It's like, I don't, I mean, he's played in the big 10. I don't know uh, if Coleman and RJ are back. It doesn't make that much sense to me, but I think yeah. the priority, the priority in the portal has got to be guards. Like yeah. point guard. you need a point guard. Yeah. I, I mean, it was, it was fairly obvious yesterday what Illinois was missing. <laughs> And uh, Coleman Hawkins is a great point guard when he has Zach Eady guarding him. Arkansas okay. has two point guards in their lineup. Devo Davis and Anthony Black, both point guards. And Ricky Council probably could do it too. And Nick Smith could probably do it. Yeah. So I, it's just they have a good they have a good mix. Like you said, they are what Brad wants Illinois to be in terms of the way they play and the, the talent. I think Brad just wants Illinois to move to the SEC at this point, but Whatever. He, oh, they don't have the athletes to play at the SEC level. So, well, no. But, just you know. that out of the way. I don't know if you read these. I, uh, I feel like the cadence of the team was just off this year with TSJ and Meyer. Might not be the case, but it seemed different than Plummer coming here. Yeah, it, I, it definitely seemed something. And, and like Brad just, like, I think he knew going into this game that these guys weren't going to do anything like we, we Illinois wasn't the difference with Plummer is that Plummer came here as like a, just another piece. Like they weren't, yeah. they weren't, he wasn't here to be the centerpiece. And I think with the way Brad coaches and the way that this team wants to play and be built is that you probably need to find your top player and develop them rather than bringing in somebody from the portal. But that's kind of really hard to do nowadays because if a kid doesn't play a lot in his first year, he might transfer and, you know, end up at Santa Clara, but that's, I'm not talking about anybody specific. Um, <laughs> just, so just named a specific I don't know. school. Okay. Well, you know, you never, Santa Clara is a normal, you know, six schools in six years. It says it all for sky. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I wanted to like Sky, but I'm out on him. Just the way that everything went down is bullshit. So, so uh, in the next week, how many Illinois players enter the portal? I'm I'm nervous about this. I think it might be like two, but yeah. I don't know who it would be. I mean, Dane maybe. Yeah. Hopefully, please, dear God. Can, uh, can sincere develop a shot over the summer? That's that's a big question. His free throws. His free throws look sharp yesterday. Twenty-two percent as a guard. It's almost impossible, honestly. <laughs> it, does, it it seems impossible. Yes. Well, let's put it this way: our two best freshman defensive players. Shot a combined 16 for 51 from the free throw line. That is that yeah. is horrific. Yeah. And then and they're two guys that like scoring at the basket. So it it's not it's not good that you, you want to be in the lane, but you can't make any free throws. Yeah, and I mean 17 for 26 yesterday. Dane missed three, Shannon missed three, Meyer missed one, Sincere missed two. Also, here's another thing that bothers me. Three offensive rebounds, seriously. Three. Yeah. This, this team, atrocious at rebounding, by the way, because their their big man has has cement blocks on his feet and can't move his feet. How many times we see Dane Danger on the defensive end just be completely lost? Lost. Over yeah. trying to overextend or leave his guy and just getting burnt. It's just it was horrible yesterday. And Dane. Dayton didn't play well against any real competition, honestly. I mean, I guess Iowa, he had a good game, 17 points. Iowa doesn't have a center, though. Exactly. And Rutgers, <laughs> Rutgers, he was 7 for 12 with 7 boards, 15 boards. But guess what? Cliff was in foul trouble most of that game. Yeah. Uh, and Michigan State. I'll say Michigan State, who also doesn't have a, a presence, he had 20 points. So if you're if they don't have the ability to guard a center, Dane could really get you some, some good minutes. But other than that, not a good year for Dane Danger. And he was very – the thing about Dane is that he's 63% from the field, so he's very efficient. It's just his defense is unbelievably bad. He makes Kofi look like Hakeem Olajuwon. It's just insane. Man, Matthew Meyer played some uninspired defense yesterday. For, yeah. for one to say he's the best defender in the league or in the in college basketball, I mean, he literally the – there was the guy was at the free throw line on that one, and he got behind him somehow. He went from in front of him to behind him. I don't know what he's doing. Uh, I think Matt was one of 21 or something, but I don't know. Um, yeah. It's not surprising that this season ended as a fiery car wreck. I mean, <laughs> the, yeah. team, uh, the team wasn't up to snuff. I, you know, what can you do? I, I, I didn't expect them to win this game at all. I tried to be positive by picking them. Yeah. Uh, we tried to alter the mojo. It just it didn't work. Um, yeah, they I, you can't score ten points in the first ten minutes of the game and expect to have a chance. That's that's all there is to it. I think they scored uh, eight points in the first. 10 minutes. Yeah, well, and you know, you say that oh, you know, we didn't run what we were supposed to run. I so it, I feel like it, that's specifically calling out somebody, right? Because they're. If if Coleman and RJ are both on the court and they're both saying this, then whose fault was it? I assume it's not Coleman and RJ's. Probably Shannon. <laughs> I don't know. Well, Jaden Epps, his season ended poorly, huh? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he must have been 
there must have been something going on. He must have not felt right. I assume that's a guy who I, I'm just I don't I'm just expecting him to enter the portal. I hope he doesn't, but I'm expecting him to do that just because I feel like one of them's going to do it. Yeah, and I guess I I say that he didn't feel right, but then again, uh, Underwood just completely attacked him after he he had one bad drive to the hole. Uh, RJ RJ did the same thing. Nobody really called that out. Shannon and Meyer were out for themselves, I feel. I don't know if Shannon so much was. And Matthew Meyer, 1 billion percent, was only about Matthew Meyer. Uh, would you have taken, Would you, if you could do it all over again, would you switch no. him with Pete Nance? No. No? Because guess what? Where the hell would this team be from three if they had Pete Nance at the four? I don't know. Worse than worse than uh, worse than Mississippi State, who was last in the country. <laughs> maybe, but maybe if they had Pete Nance, they would know their goddamn identity, and they wouldn't take a billion threes. But probably not. Also, Pete Nance is a North Carolina team that didn't make the tournament. So, I mean, you know, Pete Nance thirty-two percent. That would have been second on the team. It would yeah, have been I, first. Actually, I forgot that he's not that Matthew bad. From three. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to defend my guy. Actually, Pete Nance shot 45% from three in the Big Ten last year. <laughs> yeah. And he could play the four and the five. I, I still think I'd take Meyer, but that's just me. I don't know. I, uh, you I know. feel like Coleman could have said that about TSJ, too. If you notice, anytime they get down, TSJ just bull rushes his way to the lane and doesn't run any offense at all. He thinks he's Giannis. He's trying to play football on the basketball court. Yeah, and and you know what? Arkansas knows all you do is stick a hand in and he'll chuck it out of bounds. So <laughs> this team was so so uh, hard to watch. And uh, Goodman's tweet was on point. Illini fan, we were ready for that, ready for that to be done. I mean, that was just a just a disaster. Honestly, I think Underwood had a pretty bad year in terms of actual coaching this year. But it's kind of hard to blame him when you have like an entirely new team. You have guys that don't really want to play team basketball. Yeah, lost eighty six percent of your scoring, and that's why that the the only thing that bothers me is him talking about going to the portal and getting rock stars. I mean, go to the portal and get guys that can help your team. Not rock. We don't need rock stars. We need guys that want to play for Illinois. We don't need yeah. guys that want to boost their China draft stock. It's true. We don't really have any real NBA guys. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to find this tweet here. Let's see. Razorbacks just ended Illinois season. Pretty sure Illini fans couldn't watch more, much more of this anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's on point. I, fair, fair assessment. <laughs> I already forgot the name of the Louisiana Tech guard, but I would like him if he would like us. <laughs> okay. Which I don't know if he will. I mean, he's uh seems like a good player. You know, uh, Kobe Williams, six foot guard. Play, he's played four years at Louisiana Tech, shot 34% from three last year. Good enough for me. 80% from the free throw line. That's good. Uh, had 27 points against UAB, who's one of the best teams in that conference, even though UAB doesn't play it. Well, they play a little. Who'd you say? Defense. Kobe Williams. Uh, he already is going to Tulsa. Son of a bitch. All right. <laughs> I'm out on him. I already lost him. Uh, point guards available right now. Amari Abram. Is number one from Tracy Tracy Abrams, uh, Nicholas Timberlake, the kid from Towson that 9,000 people are after. He's gonna end up in the Big Ten, but not at Illinois. Sky Clark's number three. That guy's uh, a, a clown. 
Primo Spears from Georgetown. Georgetown. I would take him. A lot of talent. Um, Chucky Chuck Harris from Butler. He was at Georgetown, then went to Butler. So a couple of marquee programs in the Big East right now. Uh, Noah Fernandez from UMass. Uh, no interest in UMass after Trey Mitchell. Uh, Mike Mitchell from Pepperdine. <laughs> sure. Guy from ECU. There's going to be a lot more in there in like a month. So Dante Harris is going to Virginia already. Yeah, so those are kind of where's the, uh where's Jameer Nelson Jr. Is he a shooting guard? Are they calling him a shooting guard? Mm, I guess see. he did only average like four assists a game. I mean, you you could definitely bring in a veteran point guard, but also I wouldn't hate bringing in like a, a legitimate scoring two guard and have Ty Rogers run some point <clears> next season. Jackson Pavelski. Yeah, that's uh who they said that was gonna be somebody all over again. I don't know. Somebody said that in the chat yesterday during the game. Yeah, he's from Wisconsin originally. Yeah, it's going to be Pajimski all over again. I think it's some, what he's somebody said. Offered. Um, <clears throat> can Hansberry take over the 4-5 next year if Dane dips, depending on what Coleman does? Um, I guess if you run – if you don't run a true center – if Dane if if Dane leaves, which is hopefully he leaves, I don't think Dane's leaving. He'd have to sit out a year. I don't I don't see him going somewhere. He already sat out one year. Well, he's sitting on the bench then, I so I hope he has do fun. it again. I hope Epps doesn't leave. I won't be sad if Danger does. I think that's the consensus. Where's Pat Baldwin at now? Is are we talking about the player, the one that went to uh, Milwaukee because his dad was coaching there? Uh, if we're talking about the player, he's like on the Warriors G League team or something. Thought Dane would have been where more than. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Dane was kind of a. I, I wouldn't even say let down. I don't think that, like, I, I don't think I had high expectations from Dane. His defense was a letdown. When you have that length, definitely a letdown. That length, you can't be that bad defensively. And he averaged nine and five. It's not horrific, but also, I would take him back because I think another year to develop, maybe he could really become something. I don't, they just need to change some of the things that he does. Who's, who's going to develop him? Jeff Alexander. He's too busy traveling to Italy trying to find. Yeah, players. that's another problem. <clears throat> also, have we forgot about Nicolo Moretti, who's definitely going to play next year? It's true. And that's a that's a true point guard. That's true. So I wouldn't want to rely on him, but he's going to play. It'd be a nice. That's I. I think they got to get an experienced point guard, and then that can help develop a guy like Moretti, right? Yeah. I was supposed to say way more, not wear more. <laughs> I got gotcha. you, uh, Shidewinder. What's going on? Length, sure, but. He probably has a negative vertical. <laughs> is Perrin coming back or is he Gonzo like Lonzo? Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, he already he's, he's signed with a professional French team. He is out of here. Yeah, never gonna hear from that idiot again. Yeah. Sorry, that was too far. See, uh so many so far, people looking at Jackson Pavelski. Gonzaga, Virginia, Ohio State, Illinois, Penn State, Iowa State, Stanford, Wisconsin, Georgia, Clemson, USC, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Nebraska, LSU, Minnesota, Missouri, and more. So, 
He looks like a Gonzaga <sighs> player to me. Good luck. Um, Average 15 a game as a freshman at Wofford. Shot 49% from the field. 39 from three, 84 from the line. I would totally take this guy, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So you need a you need a you need a Courtney Ramey type to take the pressure off of your other guards, like Ramey did for most of the season with Boswell and Creesa uh, at Arizona. Obviously, Arizona it didn't work out yesterday, but the the point still stands about the reason that you get a guy like Courtney Ramey. Yeah. Uh, did we hear what Coleman said about Scott? Yeah, we talked about it earlier. Um, basically said he bailed on him. So, <laughs> I mean, that's legit what he said. Uh, Moretti, think that's his name, will be a guard version of Luca. Luca is a guard, I guess. You know? <laughs> uh, I'm not going to put that much expectations into him, but if he can come in, okay, if he comes in, he plays like 15 minutes a game. And averages like seven points and four assists. No, six, five points and like five assists or four assists. That would be fine. Yeah, I think we need him to be more like a like a Brandon Smith. All right, Brandon Smith. Uh, more of a uh, in control Curbelo would be good. I would I would say. That's what his game kind of is like. He's more of a true point guard that looks to pass the ball. Well, also, I'd like to see maybe the the second unit be manned by uh, a veteran point guard. Moretti could be in there. You got DGL be in there, I'm sure. Because I have to think that Ty's going to be a starter next year, and Sincere probably will be a starter, depending on what they get in the portal, of course. If they get this Pavelski character, he'll be a starter, probably. I and know. uh well, I mean, he's he'd be probably the best scorer on the team next year if he line up at line up as is. <clears throat> I would go with Jaden Epps. He'll be gone. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> RJ. Yep. Sure. Luke Goody. This is a terrible lineup already. Is but okay. Coleman is Coleman going to be here? He said as is. He's still here. Uh, I would go Ty Rogers, Coleman Hawkins. Yeah, that's not going to do it for me, but we could try it. That would be my starting lineup. What do you mean? But then that's you'd have like five. You'd have like five hundred guards coming off the bench. You'd have sincere. You'd have DGL. You'd have Moretti. They're probably going to get a guard. Yeah, they're definitely losing guys in the portal. It's definitely going to happen. Man. It's going <laughs> to suck. I just okay. Coleman if, returning. I I personally feel like he's coming back. Um, I would put the odds at eighty two percent. I'll go 64. Uh, let's play a game here. You get you. Let's say you get to protect three players from entering the portal. At or Illinois. going to the in the NBA, or just the portal. Just the portal. Ty Rogers. Okay, I would pick him as well. Luke Goody. Yeah. And it's really down to sincere Epps, I would think. Yeah, I would go with Epps just because sincere can't shoot. I'll take sincere. Sincere's a culture guy. All right, he's a culture guy. DGL will start around the start of the Big Ten season. I don't know. I'm a little worried about him too because he's a guy who's gone to multiple schools and yeah, I'm not, committed to <laughs> Purdue and decommitted. So I'm, I'm not going to get my hopes too about DGL. I know that he's an athlete, but uh, 
Coleman Ty Goody. Ty Goody Harris. Ty Goody Epps. A lot of people like Goody. Goody Goody would not it sounds like a lot of people want Rogers and Goody and they could care less who else stays. Yeah, I think that that's fair. Uh, <laughs> I think Illinois is going to have a shocker enter the portal, and it's probably going to be Goody, just so everybody knows. What if it's Coleman? If people would want him, people would say, see you later, don't let the door hit you on the way out, but I would not agree with that. <laughs> there would be a lot of people that say that. I, yeah, because a lot of people are idiots and don't know basketball. Like, you can't just look – if you're looking at the numbers to, to say how good Coleman Hawkins is, you're an idiot, and you're not watching the games, and you're not paying attention. You don't know ball. I mean, it's that simple. Yeah. Uh, odds on Shannon returning? 17%. Uh, I'd say 20. That sounds right. Steve, what's going on? How you doing today? Uh, how you feeling after the loss? Um <clears throat> Uh, DGL is Sky Jr. Just call him Ground. <laughs> okay. All right. He actually, Sky. I think he jumps higher than Sky, though. So maybe they he got, should be called Sky. They got Sky and Dennis Evans at Louisville now. They're about to go and all out. They're going to get uh, that Feather kid today, I think. Who? Feather? I think his last name's Feather. I don't know. I thought, it was, I thought it was Flowers. Flowers, that's right. I don't know. It started with an F. It was six, something eight, to do with nature. Six, eight, six, eight, six, five eight, star. Guard. Yeah. <laughs> six, eight. Uh, complete guard, I guess, is what they call them. So. That team is going to be a disaster next year. They're going to win like seven games, <laughs> and all three of those guys are going to leave. Goody was a starter before he got hurt. Yeah. He's got to be a culture guy. Yeah, he is. Um yeah, I, I that's I I agree with that. Goody, I mean, Goody plays his ass off. Goody's your three point shooter next year too. Yeah, yeah, because I I think that he's only going to get better, um, shooting the ball. I, Goody's the kind of guy that puts in the work, and and that's why I think we need that from RJ. If RJ stays, RJ's yeah. got to put in the work. I mean, Goody plays most minutes of the season yesterday, uh, tied with Indiana. So yeah. And he can't. I mean, from last last three games from three, Luke Goody was uh, six for nine. So yeah. that's. I mean, you take that all day. Absolutely, especially especially. Ended up at forty two percent. Pad them stats. Louisville fans are like, if you weren't with us at four and twenty eight, <laughs> don't be here when we're six and twenty six after adding Sky. I I just the thing that killed me about, I guess Louisville Twitter was like they were bitching about Illinois fans and how toxic they are. Like, they, I <laughs> like do they not understand what happened and then that the guy yeah. did it five minutes after Illinois, uh, you know, loses in the tournament? Do they, they not understand what happened? Like, I understand if he was, was going to help his dad and all that stuff, but that doesn't excuse going to Louisville. Supposedly, he committed to Kentucky because of Kenny Payne, and that's why he wants to go to Louisville now, but – he could have done that last year. Yeah, and also uh, don't 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 uh, leave five seconds after you lose your starting job. Makes you look like a quitter. I mean, what do you want us to say? Um, I don't know why Louisville fans didn't expect, or ex- I don't know why Louisville fans expect Illinois fans to be like, "Oh, good luck, Sky. We hope you do so well." No, screw that. He literally upped and left after losing his starting job and then said it was personal reasons, which if it was, fine. But guess what? 
Personal yeah. reasons doesn't mean entering the portal instantly. And also, yeah. don't just say, aren't you? If if you're gonna leave, just say you don't want to be here anymore. Then whatever. There, I mean, there was talk about beef with Matthew Meyer, supposedly an altercation. Somebody got punched in the face. I don't know. Uh, Steve says expected a loss. This is a new team. It takes a couple of years for a team to play well together. This team will be awesome next year. They're either going to be first four in Dayton or like a three seed next year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I think this team can be good. I, I like the core as long as you can keep your core. That's the problem in college basketball today. And it's fire Jeff Alexander. Guys. And firing and getting an X's and O's coach would be good. Yeah. You think Tommy team. Lloyd's going to get fired at Arizona? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Scheidwander says, you think he actually did lose his starting job, though? He was coming back from an injury in Epstein and improved much afterwards. Mm, I, I mean, I think the injury was a bunch of BS, personally. But gave Brad an excuse not to play him. I mean, I... When you when you look back at the season and in crunch time, Jaden Epps played yeah. and Sky Clark didn't. So, and Sky had one game where you look at it and you're like, man, Sky was awesome in that game, and it and was Lindenwood. Lin- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I I, don't, I I think Sky's going to be good at Louisville. There's um, just so much going on with like with having him. There's just so much going. It's like. It's a. Sh- I mean, you got Jamie Fox in his Instagram comments, like saying "good luck" or "let's go" or whatever after coming. It's just like it's a. It's Hollywood. That's not what Illinois is. Yeah. This guy is gonna suck. Dude has no real character. But, but he, he. Do you need character to play for Louisville? That's I mean, they had. He's a major upgrade from fucking L. Ellis. Whoa. Well, I mean, what are we doing? I mean, this That's is bombing in the podcast. Yeah, you know why not? Uh. I don't know. I just I I we spent a lot of time talking about a guy who hasn't been here for three months. That's true. That's true. What else you guys want to talk about? <laughs> Jade Epps, uh all American. No, I'm just kidding. Uh where was could Epps go to Virginia, you think? I mean, that would be a good fit if he leaves, right? <laughs> Kihei Clark career ending on that. It's pretty bad. At least we're not yeah. Virginia. Actually, you know, I wish we were Virginia. I would take as many first-round exits as you, as you want to give me if, if you want a national championship. With a natty, absolutely. And that is another problem in college basketball. It's like people are like piling up on Virginia because they lost in the first round again. It's like, okay, they won a national championship four years ago. So yeah, I think anybody would take that. Plus my good friend Tony Bennett, keep turning the heat up on him. He'll come to Illinois. He'll do it <laughs> right in front of everybody's face. Underwood to Texas was a big talk. So, Who said that? Everybody yesterday. Everybody, as in like the fans who want him gone. I think you said it like six times. Well, I was just trying to speak it into existence, but it was a joke. <laughs> yeah, but Meyer had a big head because he won a natty. Yeah, as a role player, let's not forget that. I don't really like the Meyer slander, but I understand it. <laughs> he how gone. Many, who cares? How many minutes did he play in the national championship? Nine, 16 minutes. Hit About one it. shot. He only played six more in his round of 64 exit with Illinois. So, Second round against Wisconsin that year, he had 17 points. So that was good. I, saw, I, I feel like Brad didn't know how to really back. You know what I mean? 
I don't think he can if he's going to start and be like the guy. <laughs> yeah, but it, I mean, you saw it kind of earlier with Meyer I, calling stuff out. But I want Harris, Rogers, RJ, and Luke to return. Pro lost his magic when he cut the mullet. Then he got the mullet back and couldn't make a shot. He even tried the headband yesterday. Didn't help. Disaster. Meyer was the only reason they won a few other games. Wisconsin on the road was a huge one. Yeah. Um, But Meyer was Meyer Meyer was really good for about four games. Whoa, that's that feels low. (laughs) Uh, Let's see, Texas twenty one in a row in a row four games. Alabama A and M twenty one points. Woo! That's like hey. saying Ty Clark was good. Calm down. Okay, this is the same Illinois team that uh, was like up two late in the late in the or uh, like with eight minutes to go against this team. This is the same Illinois team that got outscored eighteen to six against Alabama A and M in the first ten minutes of the second half. So you know what? They needed those points from Meyer. <clears throat> yeah, nineteen against Michigan State. You remember the Michigan State game? He was great at Wisconsin twenty six, at Iowa twenty one. At Indiana, 24. Had 24 in the Michigan game. So let's all relax a little bit. It's not like he came here and completely mailed it in and played horribly. You're, naming, you're, you're rambling off a lot of 20-point games and he averaged 12 and a half. So. Brad didn't put him in the right spots, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> didn't run enough plays for him, sure. Plays for Myra would be him trying to like fight. Uh, or like get around a screen or getting a screen, trying to go around it and just kind of leaning into a shot and either falling for a foul or missing. That's what the plays that they ran for him. And he stopped trying to score around the basket like the last three games, I feel like. Maybe he did against Michigan. I think he did against Michigan. Was he in the lane on the offensive end one time yesterday? There's no way. Probably because Danger – just sitting there being like, oh, let's let's feed danger. Yeah, this will work. Let's feed danger because he's not going to get called for a hook. Disaster on the offensive end. See, ACG, that's a great comment. Great comment. Meyer is a silly goose. That's a perfect way to describe him. Uh, he definitely didn't play well last few games, but did anyone play well? Not really, no. I, I think uh, you can make an argument that Luke Goody played well the last two games. I thought Coleman Hawkins was pretty good against Penn State, and he was not bad yesterday. Uh, so I don't know. I feel like the team, uh, the team just didn't they didn't have they didn't have it in them really. With my thoughts, bring D Brown in as this is. I don't. I don't think so. No interest. No interest. Uh, Meyer walked out to the three point. To a three-point shooter with no effort, if he doesn't score, he doesn't play defense. I agree. I, I yeah. Matthew Myers' biggest downfall yesterday was his defense. That's why Brad couldn't afford to play him. I'll take I'll take a few missed threes wide open, but if you don't want to play defense, get on the bench. One rebound also. So yeah. All right, well, basketball's getting ready to start, so. Yeah, my uh, my bracket's in good shape. Yeah. I had people asking, you doing playback today? Eh, probably not. Probably do it tomorrow. Okay. 
I don't really I I didn't get to watch like half the games yesterday, so I kind of want to just uh, plus I got a friend coming over for the Kentucky game, so you know probably just uh, hop on playback tomorrow, probably for the earlier probably get on there at like eleven or whatever the first game is. I don't even know what the first game is. It might be like Furman San Diego State or something. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Penn State. I'm I I feel good for Penn State fans because in 2020 they had an elite team, didn't get to play in the tournament. They maybe got it the worst out of everybody not being able to play in the tournament because it hadn't it had been forever. And Penn State last night was seemingly the Penn State that we've seen the last month, which is yeah. making everything. Yeah, fifty nine percent from three against Texas A and M in the first round. Yeah, I had a buddy question Penn State's offense. I said, yeah, they got a <laughs> Second team All American and four guys that shoot forty percent from three, and one of them that shot eighty percent from three yesterday. <laughs> Pretty good chance to make a run with that. If you can win, if you could, if you beat Texas A and M in the first round by seventeen when you're All American is seven for eighteen from the field. Yeah, that's probably a good thing. And uh, I would say Jalen Pickett is one of the most impactful transfers on a program in the last like three years because uh, uh, Jalen Pickett. Uh, is going to get Shrewsbury paid one way or the other. <laughs> and let's also throw this out there. Penn State is a pretty good model for what you want to be when it comes to the portal and keeping your guys around. Yep. Miles Dredd, Seth Lundy have been there forever. That yep. could be like Illinois, Ty Rogers, and Sincere Harris two years from now. But the difference is that those guys can't shoot. But point stands in terms of how long they've been there. But they bring in Cameron Winter from the portal. He's been hit or miss, but they're not really relying on him to do too much. Funk has just been unbelievable from three. Uh, and we need a funk. Hopefully, Goody can be a funk next year. Yeah, I mean, he, Funk shot 42%. <laughs> How does he go? That's the, that's the, that's, I think this says more about Shrewsbury and Pickett and their offense than anything. Funk goes from the Patriot League, which is one of the worst leagues in the country, Bucknell. Plays for a team that was 336 out of 363 on Ken Palm last year. Makes 23 more threes this year and shoots 6% better at <laughs> Penn State in the Big Ten. That says a lot about the offense that they run and what Pickett up. Pickett had eight assists yesterday. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, Shrewsbury, hopefully he goes to Notre Dame or Georgetown. Yeah, so join us next year for our Penn State podcast. Uh... Yeah, shout out to Penn State. <laughs> Uh, so what? What's the game plan here? I I don't know. For people that are new, I know we got a lot of new people this year. Um, that came in. We usually do like one a month in the off season. Um, but we I guess we need to do like end of the year reward uh, rewards. Awards? rewards to people. Probably maybe try to do that before Thursday next week. Okay. Because uh, we also have a Sweet Sixteen preview show. Oh yeah. Probably Monday. So you know, stay around for that three hour show. Um, and I would say kind of just play it by ear because I know we did one for Meyer last year when he committed and that was in like, uh, May, I think. Yeah. We'll probably have some emergency ones, uh, shorter podcasts, uh, when people make it enter, enter the portal. <laughs> so, um, but we appreciate everybody all year that, uh, has came out, hung out with us. Uh, and we plan on. Keep doing it. We're going to keep on keeping on, as they say. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we'll, uh, we will not be gone forever. And there's going to be some potential things coming this offseason, maybe some changes to some things. So we'll see what happens, uh, with this podcast. Not like I'm, not like either of us is leaving, but that 
that whatever He's I said. Leaving, just, folks. No. <laughs> uh, that thing in the top right corner might look different next year. Just keep keep it that way. We'll yeah, see. maybe a little rebranding coming. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I also want to get into the merch game this summer and next season, so we'll we'll try to figure that out as well. And watch party wise, next year I think the good plan would be um, probably to do the the in the normal watch party like yesterday during the bigger games. And then maybe when they're playing like Monmouth or Eastern Illinois or whatever, hop on playback for those. Yeah. That's a good idea. Um, And shout out to our sponsors that were uh, in the watch parties. We don't talk about them on this, but uh, AC crew, um, Alamo steakhouse and saloon and Mattoon and Brady Evans uh, beef and more. That's what I'm going to call him because he didn't give me something to call him. Uh, those guys supported us for the watch parties. Um, so we appreciate you um, all season long. And uh, we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back before Thursday. So we'll be back soon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you to everybody who uh, listens to me being a moron all year, I would say. Um, the n- most negative podcast in America, some would say. Uh, most but I mean, probably. Gave it gave it our best shot yesterday. I'll say that as a podcast, and we did. I wish we could have done a post game, but it just didn't add up. And uh, you know, it's um, all good. Yeah, we'll see everybody next week. Uh, see how many teams are left from the Big Ten next week when we do the podcast. I'm going to say two. I'm going to say Penn State beats Texas. <laughs> go go <laughs> Nittany Lions, right? Uh, but yeah, uh, Penn State and probably Purdue. Well, maybe not Purdue, actually, based on my picks. Whatever. All right. We'll, uh, we'll see everybody next week. Thanks, Steve.